of I Bleed Pinstripes. I can't imagine what a glorious day. It's the fifth episode, uh, a monumental occasion here. Um, I'm just amazed that it's been five episodes. I don't know where the time has gone. Um, And I just want to thank so many people, uh, including myself, especially myself for doing this because uh, I'm, uh, like I've said before, I'm a procrastinator. I don't get things done. And uh, when it comes down to it, the, the Yankees are my one true love, and um, it's one of the few things that I, I stay with. Um, and it's been 42 years old, so it's probably been a good 35 years that I've watched this team and uh, just a, a, an enjoyment. Um, the past week, well, I guess uh, we should stop. It's uh, May 6th, a day after, two days after May the 4th. May the 4th be with you, and a day after Cinco de Mayo. So on May 6th, the Yankees stand at 18 and 12. Uh, they are a game and a half back of the uh, dreaded Boston Red Sulks. Uh, not bad for uh, the beginning of the season. A lot of people obviously predicted that the Yankees would not be very good, but uh, doing really great with what they've got right now. Uh, I don't know if they're the most exciting team that I've ever seen, but they get the job done. Uh, a lot of the games, it seems, are 5-3, to 4-2. to two. Uh, the pitching is definitely the anchor here. They've just uh, the starters have done a tremendous job in giving good length, um, and the bullpen has for the most part pitched great. Uh, good week, three and three, I guess. It's a good week. It's five hundred. It's not a bad week. It's not a great week. So it was a good week. Uh, they finished off a ten-game homestand where they went seven and three. They took the first four from the. Uh, Horrible Blue Jays, 11 and 21. Uh, nine and a half back already. Um, I don't want to say they're out of it, but uh, nine and a half back is a tough way to start the season, especially with high hopes that uh, Toronto had. Um, the Yankees, uh, like I said, went three and three. They played Houston, who came in for three Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday of last week, and then uh, had a day off on Thursday, and then the Oakland A's came in. And the A's have been great so far this year. They're 18 and 14. They're only two and a half back of Texas. And they've pretty much picked it up where they left off. They're just a gritty team. They play really exciting baseball. Um, but we'll start with Houston, uh, which I remember that I said here, that's uh, they got to fatten up the uh, Astros, who are horrible. Horrible. 8 and 24. You thought the Blue Jays were bad. They're 12 and a half games back. And... Uh, 
you know, they were just rebuilding and, you know, so many guys on that team that I had no idea who they were, except for Laird, um, Pena, um, Humber, not too many guys that you know, Altuve, who was an all-star last year, not too many guys that you know on this team. And I can understand why maybe attendance was down for this series. I know you should go out for any game, and I would go to any game, no matter who the Yankees are playing. But uh, you can see why it's not the most exciting team to watch. Um, and in saying that, you know, you most of you probably thought, hey, the Yankees will win three games here. But they didn't. They were actually destroyed. And uh, if I look at my notes... They lost that first game 9-1 to against Andy Pettit. I mean, who thought that was going to happen? Uh, Pettit just did not have it. Said his, couldn't have a, he didn't have a good feel for his pitches in that game. Only went a four and a third. Gave up 10 hits, seven runs, seven earned. And just not a good game all around. It was not a good game to watch. I think I tuned out a little bit, uh, probably in the fourth, fifth inning, where just like, I can't watch this. Uh, the only good thing I think in this game was that uh, Vidal Nuno made his uh, major league debut lefty, and uh, he pitched three innings, four hits, two Ks, and it was also a Romine's first start. Uh, so far, his only start since being called up with Cervelli going down. Yeah, I'm gonna. Uh, I've had a beer here, so I feel good. <laughs> That's good. That was a growler that I picked up. Here in Park Slope, um, very good growler. I've almost—I I think I just kicked it, but I did get it on Saturday, so that's good. It's mostly four pints in there, and uh, I've done a good job on it. It's a good beer, IPA. I think it was Hebrew IPA. So check it out. That's a New York brewery upstate. Good beer. Um, anyway, I don't know if it had to do with Romine. I don't think it was. Pettit seemed to be uh, pretty disgusted with uh, what he did in that game. But uh, we moved to Tuesday, and it was a good bounce-back victory. The Yankees won it 7-4. to four. Uh, Again, Kuroda not pretty early. Uh, he threw about 67 pitches in the first three innings. And I thought to myself, boy, how is he going to get through this game? But uh, he gave you seven innings, four hits. Uh, he did walk four, eight Ks, and uh, he's now 4-1 and one on the season. Uh, Kelly came in late, and uh, he did not do well. He has just been, uh, uh, you know, he usually only comes in if the Yankees are up by a lot or down by a lot. And uh, I can see him. He's probably the first guy gone in that bullpen. Uh, probably when Chamberlain comes back, I would think. Uh, and we'll talk about Jabba a little later. But uh, Kelly went two-thirds, three hits, two runs, two earned. Um, and uh, Mo actually had to be brought in to get the last out. I think he threw for like four or five pitches. And uh, he was 10 for 10 in April. So anybody who thought that uh, Mo was going to have a hard time getting back uh, you know, anybody who doubts that guy uh, doesn't know what they're talking about. Um, as far as the offensive side, Ichiro really getting into it now. Three for five, two runs. Cano has just been great all year. Actually, I wouldn't say all year, but uh, since his slow start, he's uh, he went two for five. He's over 320 now. Hafner, again, three for four, three RBIs. Um, Nunez finally had a big day, three for four, one run. He got over the interstate. He's over 200. Chris Stewart, you know, say what you want about the guy. He's a solid defensive guy. Uh, hate the name. It's just such a regular name, Chris Stewart. But he was two for four, and after this game, he's batting about 294. And Lyle Overbay, another home run in this game. 
um, and then made a big play in the deciding game of this series. Uh, a Yankee win 5-4. They had an early four-run lead. Phelps started this one in replace of... Uh, who is that guy? Ivan Nova, who's on the DL. That guy, everybody's on the DL. But uh, Phelps had a 4-0 lead early, gave it up in the fourth inning. Uh, but he did go five and two-thirds, got him into the six, gave eight hits, four runs, uh, four earned, and five Ks. Logan, Robertson, and Moe shut it down from there. Three and a third, two hits, four Ks. Moe gets to save his 11th. The big play in this game and how the Yankees got their fifth run was... Um, a kind of a cool thing that Mick Kelleher told Overbay while he was at first base at Altuve, who plays second, moved up a little bit. So if a ball's hit to him, make sure you stop so that you make uh, Altuve sort of waste some time there and get that run in. And that's what happened. Uh, it was a double play ball. Overbay stops, so Altuve had to go to second and then back to first. But the double play was recorded, but the run did score. Nunez and there was a just a heady play and a small little thing that sort of gets overlooked in a ball game but a, a, a tough win for the Yankees you know uh, you would think you just don't know in this game you think it's going to be easy but that's why they play the game even the worst team uh, the Mets who I think went 40 and 120 in their first season or 42 and 120 um in 62, I mean, they still won 40 games, you, you know. Even when the Yankees won 114 and 98, they still lost, you know, games. You're going to lose ball games, and uh, that's just baseball. You, you really can't. Um, you just don't know on any given day. Um, most of the time, you know, you're lucky or you hope to be 600, but, you know, that's what's the great thing about baseball I always thought. It's that it's a game of failure, and you're going to lose <laughs> and you have to accept that you're probably going to lose as a team a good 60 50 60 games the best teams in baseball so there's a lot of failure here um yankees again like i said had the day off on uh thursday and uh, oakland came into town and uh from may 3rd to the 5th the yankees unfortunately lost two nothing uh that friday night game and uh CC battle and he pitched well. He gave a uh, first pitch home run, and uh, really that was it that the A's needed. Uh, they went with Griffin, Doolittle, and Balfour, and they just stymied the Yankees. That's all you can say. Uh, you know, CC is now four and three, three three point three one ERA. Not horrible. He really hasn't had it. He really hasn't been at his best this year. But you know, you go four and three shows you what kind of a pitcher he is. Uh, a good note, Warren. Three innings, two hits, four Ks. And he's done a great job when he's been asked. Uh, and he's at 2.08. Um, and uh, if I look at the stats here, uh, Warren has just been great. I mean, five games, uh, 13 innings pitch, 12 hits, uh, 11 Ks. So he's done the job. He's got 2.08 ERA. And, uh, you know, what, do, what can you expect from a guy who's not pitching that much? He's done a good job. Uh, and that's why I think Kelly will probably go down. But we'll see. You never know with these Yankees and what they want, um, and especially when Jabba comes back, who's going to go down. You know, do you want two lefties in the bullpen with uh, Logan and Nuno? or Because Nuno really hasn't pitched either. He's only pitched, I think, the one game. Uh, let me look at, yeah, Nuno. Oops, sorry, that's the roster. Uh, Nuno has only pitched the one game, so you know, and that was on uh, Friday. Um, on Saturday, the Yankees bounced back with a 4-2 win, and it was all about Mr. Hughes. 
eight innings, four hits, two walks, nine Ks. He was dominant from the beginning. I think in his last four starts, he's been uh, just dominant. And uh, he's pitched at least seven innings in each of those games after pitching just seven innings in his first two games. He's really bounced back, and he gives the Yankees depth. Um, that's now four guys that you can rely on right now. Uh, hopefully, four guys you can rely on in CC, Kuroda, Pettit, and Hughes. I mean, Hughes, he's, this is his year. He's got to step it up. He's, it's a walk year for him, and he knows that he needs to step it up. Um, Kelly came in, uh, and again, Kelly, uh, no he didn't pitch an inning. He gave up a hit, a run, and one earn. He's at 8.71. Uh, I can't believe I spent so much time on him. But uh, Mo had to bail him out, and Mo came in for an inning, a hit, a run. Mo's at 2.19, 11 saves. Can't ask for anything more. Good win. And uh, you like to see Husey. He just seems to, uh, his last few start, just seems to get the ball back from the catcher and get right back on the mound and ready to pitch. Um in that game over Bay, another home run for the guy. Two for three, home run in our RBI. Um, over Bay so far this year, five home runs, 15 RBIs, batting 253. I don't know if anybody expected that, and uh, especially a guy who was picked up late in spring training after the Sox had uh, released him. And so, I mean, you really can't ask any more of what we've gotten from him, and uh, he's become a, f- a favorite for me. Uh, he plays a solid defense. You know, the hitting is to me is a bonus. Um, Sunday was not a good. It was a tough game. They lost five four. They were down early four one. Again, Pettit started this one. Only went five, four hits, four runs, four walks. Again, he was he said he was having trouble finding his grip on his ball for his release point. Um, the good uh, thing was that uh, Preston Claiborne, who was called up. From uh, AAA Scranton, he pitched two innings, uh, bo- uh, clean two innings. No hits, no runs, none earned. Um, Logan, unfortunately, gave up uh, the run to win that ball game. Uh, he went one inning, three hits. Uh, he took the loss, and he's now 2-2. Two and two. Kelly actually came in. Can't believe I've spent so much time on Sean Kelly. But he pitched an inning and uh, two Ks. Uh, Cano was two for four, running the RBI. He's up to 325. Wells was one for five. He struck out to end the game. Could have been a big moment for him with runners on. Uh, and again, Lyle Overbay, one for four, two RBIs. Um, and so far, uh, you know, what more can you ask for? From him as well, he's just been playing great. Uh, as I look here, Vernon is uh, batting 280. He's got uh, six home runs, 13 RBIs, and uh, again, you know, know who thought that was going to happen. Uh, strange week again for the Yankees in the injury department. Euclid is down. Uh, he had missed about, I think, eight eight of nine games there and uh, got into a game two Saturdays ago and tweaked something on a dive at first base. So uh, the Yankees traded for Chris Nelson, who is a former first-round pick from Colorado. I think uh, the Yankees sent cash, and they got Chris Nelson. I don't know how long he'll be there. Um, Corbin Joseph was sent down, sent back down to AAA. He didn't even play a game, I don't believe. Uh, Nope, he did not play a game, didn't even get into that. Um, He was mostly a second baseman shortstop, so it was kind of weird that uh, they had brought him up, but they had no other choice. Um, also, Jabba went to the DL, and that's why Preston Claiborne, who I believe, if uh, Jabba, if uh, Jabba and uh, Roger Clemens had a love child, it would be Preston Claiborne. 
check him out. Uh, but Jabba went down with a strained oblique. Duke with his back. Hopefully, Yuke will be back in about a week. We really need him because uh, very thin on the left side of the infield right now. Because if you look at it, uh, they go to Colorado and then they come back. The Yankees go on a road trip now this next week. Um, they uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, they're in Colorado for three. Hopefully there's no snow. Then they go to KC, the surprising Royals, who are playing great. They're 17-11 and 11, only one game back. And hey, how about the Rockies, too? And let's not forget them. The Rockies are leading. Oh, no, now they're uh, second place behind San Francisco. San Francisco swept uh, the Dodgers this weekend. Ooh, the Dodgers are in tough straights right now. Um, they're only 13-7, and seven, the Dodgers. Ooh, they got a big payroll. Uh, Colorado's 18-13. and 13. They're a game back. And they hit a lot of home runs. Their pitching is okay. Um, and I think probably as the season goes on, that will come to fruition. That Or it will come to head that they're pitching. Yeah, maybe it won't. That their pitching can handle uh, what's going on. But we'll see. Uh, then, like I said, the Yankees, uh, they've got three in Colorado. They've got three in KC. And then what was supposed to be an off day on the 13th is now a doubleheader in Cleveland to make up two games. We'll see what uh, Cleveland does for Mariano where he gave up that uh, famous home run to Sandy Alomar in uh, 97. Uh, but he'll be his last time there. I think it'll be his last time in Colorado. Um, possibly the last time in KC as well. So this will be a good week for the Mariano farewell tour. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, the Yankees are kind of thin because uh, right now Nunez uh, strained his... Uh, his rib cage, which he had hurt earlier in the season with a ball that he got hit with. So he's he's day-to-day. So really, you only have Knicks and you have uh, Nelson right now. You know, hopefully, uh, I don't know what they're going to do the next few days because they're going to need somebody to, uh, I, I really don't know. It's going to be a tough situation. And hopefully, those two guys stay healthy or they're going to have to call some people up. But they're a little thin. And uh, as you can see, these injuries, hopefully, it doesn't get to the point where... The Yankees are just in dire straits, and this starts all these injuries starts catching up to everybody. And uh, you know, hopefully, the pitching stays healthy. Um, it's been pretty solid so far. Um, but yeah, after a month, you know, you, you can't ask for anything more. Uh, Cano and Hafner have just uh, Cano has just been tremendous. Eight home runs, nineteen RBI so far. He's up to three twenty five. It seems that that's what he is, and you know possibly can see him you know carrying this team for a little bit Hafner has been just tremendous uh, like I said Wells has also been very good uh, Suzuki has turned it up and he's up to 278 which is great because he looked like a shell of himself earlier uh, Gardner is doing well he's only he's got four stolen bases so he's starting to get it up He's batting 271. He needs to get it up a little bit. Uh, is on base is uh, 336 right now. So, um, but we definitely need Euclid's uh, back, and we need to start getting some guys back. Um, I know that Gardner has been playing. Sorry, sorry. Uh, Granderson has been playing uh, some extended spring training. So hopefully we'll have him back soon. Uh, I know that Teixeira has started to turn it up a bit, and is starting to hit live batting practice. Uh, we're going to need these guys uh, during the stretch, or at least, you know, I, I don't want to even think of or make a prediction of when they're going to get back because they're not here. And until they get back, uh, this team's got to hold it together. Like I said earlier on in the earlier podcast, it doesn't seem like anybody's going to run away with this, this division. The Sox are 20 and 11. Uh, the Yankees play them at the end of the month. So that'll be interesting. 
uh, three games here starting on was that May 31st and uh, that'll be very interesting um, I don't think they play them no nope, that'll be the first time we'll see them again um, the schedule's not crazy uh, after this, after they get out of Cleveland, they've got Seattle for three, Toronto again for three, all those at home. Then they go down to Baltimore. Uh, then they've got Tampa, the Mets, and they have the Mets for four in a weird scheduling. And I don't know if I ever remembered uh, home and home series. Usually you see that in hockey, but uh, they've got the Mets at the end of the month on Memorial Day. Uh, that Monday, they are playing in City Field, and then that Monday and Tuesday, and then that Wednesday and Thursday there at Yankee Stadium. Such a weird... I've never seen that before. I don't know. You tell me if you've ever seen that before in baseball. Usually, you know, you'll play like a weekend there and then a weekend at your place, but hey, that's the schedule. What are you going to do about it? Um, as far as the pitching goes right now, uh, it's been solid. You can't really ask for any more when you think of Rivera has just been tremendous. Kuroda has been solid. He's 4-1, 2.25 ERA. Um, Sabathia, 4-3. He's 3.31. Hughes, 1-2 with a 3.60, but that could be so much better uh, with a little bit more run support. Um, also, Pettit, 3-2. You, you got to think, you have faith in Pettit that he's going to come back. He's 3-2, 4.06. Nova, we hope to see him soon. Remember, Pineda is waiting, and so far the news is good. They're saying that he's throwing 95, but you never know. You always worry about these pitchers, whether they're going to hurt their elbows or their arms or whatever. Um, also, David Robertson is also day-to-day, and uh, we'll check on him during the next week's podcast. Um, but, yeah, that's uh, pretty much it. Um, it's going to be an interesting week. Uh, I'll be in Boston for the weekend. So we're, go- we're going to do a little, uh, and I hope to actually get her a game. Uh, I hope to see the Blue Jays in Boston play. I've only been to Fenway once, and sadly it was the Blue Jays <laughs> in Boston. But it should be a fun day. Hopefully it's a good weather up there. Um, and uh, I hope to do a little podcast uh, or a little portion of the podcast from Boston uh, with some good friends who are Red Sox fans and um, find out how the other how the other half lives up there. Um, and also, I still want to do, I'm planning on doing a little retrospective on the 1985 Yankees, one of my favorite teams growing up. And uh, as I've learned so far, uh, and I knew that they weren't that far from the Blue Jays. They're, they only finished two games back, but they won 97 games that year. That was a really dominating team. And uh, really, uh, you look at the lineup on that. But uh, I'll give you that stuff soon. Um, anyway, thanks for listening. Um, it's been a lot of fun so far, five episodes in, and, uh, I'm just really happy. I can't even believe that I'm doing this anyway, guys. I hope you have a great week. Uh, I hope the Yankees go six and zero, or it's actually eight. No, by the next time I talk to you and, uh, we take a bit of a stranglehold on the AL East. Anyway, guys, talk to you later. Bye. folks so just to let you know if you want to get in touch with us you should uh, there's a couple ways uh, you can either email us at tellsumo at gmail.com or hit us up on twitter at i bleed pinstripe or check us out on facebook uh, facebook.com slash i bleed pinstripes or you can go to our blog which is at www you already should know that uh, i bleed pinstripes.com 
Presentation of Hatfield Digital. Digital.